What's up, guys? Rob here with 1012 Productions and the Create More Podcast. We're here with Mark Wilton today. Mark, how are you doing? Good, mate. Good. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. So Mark has been very gracious, brought us some beers. It's Friday evening, so uh, we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to have a couple beers, and we're going to talk about what it's like working with our significant others when operating a business. Mark operates with his wife, May, and uh, he operates kind of a couple different businesses, right? So you've got property management, and then you guys have parents' timeout. Correct. Can you tell us a little bit more about the property management side? Yes, yeah, so my day-to-day, I've got a business partner. Uh, we run a property management and construction business. Um, so that's kind of throughout the days. Well, it's never just nine to five. but <laughs> um, And then my wife kind of kicked off by uh, creating her own business called Parent Time Out. Cool. So, yeah, it's it's a busy household. So, and you have four kids, too. We do. Yeah, how just do slide that one in there. It's, well, we'll talk a little bit more about how you can manage the two businesses as well as, as yeah. how, how old are they real quick? So there are all, we got four of them under six, uh, wow. two-year-old, four-year-old twins and a five-year-old, nearly, nearly six-year-old. Oh man. So, and I've got a two month old and running a business. I, I give you, I give you a lot of credit. No, I love it. That's but great. Before, before you started these businesses, obviously you're not from the U S correct. correct. So can you just kind of fill us in a little bit about where you're from, how you got to the U.S., and what brought you to the Chicagoland area? Yeah, so uh, my wife, May, she is kind of born and raised northwest suburbs. Um, we met at a summer camp in Virginia, over here. Uh, after college, did a little bit of traveling around the world, ended up coming over here for three months, teaching kids how to play uh, soccer and kayaking. Okay. So three months getting paid to spend on the lake was pretty all right. Nice. <laughs> uh, my wife's a teacher. She was she was there too as a camp counselor. We we're both in the same village. Um, a lot of the time when you're disciplining kids, we had kind of the 12 to 16 year uh, age range. You'd go as a, a male female kind of tandem team. Sure. And so we built up a relationship throughout the summer of kind of uh, based on teamwork and. I mean, that's really the foundation of everything today, too. Sure. So, it's, so you went, so after all of that, you, remind me, you went back to New Zealand, right? We did. And, and May came with you. Okay. Yeah, we did. Um, I bounced around the world a little bit for a number, well, probably a couple of years after we first met, because that was my initial plan. Sure. Um, but then, yeah, I, I brought her back to the States. We got engaged before we did that. Sorry, I brought her back to New Zealand. How long did you know each other before you got engaged? Uh, what were we about two and a half years? Okay. Um, so yeah, my mother-in-law funnily enough said, right, you guys engaged great, but you've been traveling around the world for two and a half years. So why don't you spend some more time together? Sure. Um, smart woman. Um, (laughs) she, we, so we went back to the, to New Zealand. It was easier for my wife to get a job in New Zealand than it was for me to come over here. Okay. So, so what, what brought you to Chicago? So uh, my hometown that we moved back to actually had a big earthquake. Um, unfortunately, about 182 people died. It was March, actually February 2011. Um, so we started, well, my wife started looking around with the U.S. Embassy. Hey, what can we do for, for couples engaged or married? Um, and started working through the process of green card. And we ended up here about five months later. So wow. we, I mean, yeah, we chose at that time. It was you start looking at your life goals. Yeah. So Mount Prospect, is that the first 
you came back because May is from Mount Prospect, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So she spent most of her life on Mount Prospect. Um, other than that, was kind of Schiller Park area. Okay. Um, so yeah, came back here, lived with my in-laws for eighteen months. That was pretty much part of the deal. Um, yeah. After the earthquake, my father-in-law father-in-law is on the phone saying where are you with my daughter <laughs> get okay, back yeah. here <laughs> so he was gracious enough to let us kind of get our feet under us mm-hmm. um, lived with them for about 18 months before we purchased our own home up in the northern suburbs up here in chicago um and then so we had our firstborn up there then we found out we we're having twins wow. and it was going to be three under 15 months at that point jeez so with having an eight <laughs> an eight week old and having that story you know and, and and i've gotten to know mark and may over over the last year and it's it's they're they're a power team I, I don't know how they do it uh but you know it's it's not easy operating a business and having kids um especially if you know you have four of them <laughs> that's right but uh so let's talk a little bit about kind of how you got into entrepreneurship and you started your own business and, and you and a partner for for the property management side and, and getting into real estate investment and, and so forth so give us a little bit of story about that before we dive into uh, Parents Time Out. Yeah, so I was I came over here when we moved back here to Chicago. I was in corporate travel management, so corporate America. Um, in New Zealand, we have a we've got about four weeks annual leave right from the outset when you get a job over there. So growing up was kind of two weeks in January, two weeks in June. So when I moved over here and found out right off the bat I only get two weeks and it cuts my cuts annual <laughs> my family time. Yep. So I started looking at opportunities. I'm going I'm going to my wife May, look, long term, I mean I've got to be there eight years before I get back to where I started when I came here on the four weeks annual leave. Yeah. So started kind of having the bug. And sure. my father growing up had it. Um, he brought a couple of rentals. Um, he was always harping on me about this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, never listened to him. Didn't actually end up listening to him until he passed away in March 2013. And so kind of had a bit of a moment and said, hey, what am I doing? Um, am I going to be doing corporate America for the next kind of 30, 40 years? Is that something that I want to do? I loved my job. I was doing well at it. But I really wanted to get back and spend some family time. Yeah. Um, so started looking at it, read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, started thinking about kind of the entrepreneurial world and uh, and the freedom that it can so, provide. And you had kids at this time? We did not. Did not at that time. Okay. Um, so what was going through your head when you decided to make that jump? Obviously, you got a corporate job. You know, you're kind of in that that cycle, what was going through your head? Were there fears? Was there anything that, you know, you're kind of made you second guess or tell me a little bit more about that? Honestly, I'm trying to think back now. Uh, So my wife was pregnant. So maybe that came into it um, going, okay, if she's due in six months time uh, at that point, what am I going to do for their college? Sure. What do I need to do in the next 18 years to get them set up? Um, sorry, mate. You have to repeat no, the question there. No. So, what was going? To, so, that, that, it's very interesting that you say that because at that point she was pregnant when you were looking to make the transition. That's right. It, it was. I mean, it was all a side gig at that point. Sure. So it was. It was essentially the basics where I was finding a way to flip houses. Sure. Um, well, and that's that's funny that you say that because 
Justina had a corporate job. I was in real estate full time and Justina had a corporate job and we made the transition to start 1012 Productions, but she was still in the corporate world. And this was right after we got married. We found out that we were pregnant. Uh, I believe it was December or, Jan- or January of 2019. Yes. And it was it was it was either sink or swim. We were either going to dive into it and go full force to it, or you know we had to try to find something that's going to supplement and can make money because we knew we were having a kid. But Justina ended up quitting her corporate job and starting doing 1012 Productions full-time, the operations side, and we just made that commitment and dove straight in. But it's interesting because it takes a special person or a special mindset that's really going to take the risk, especially if there's a kid on the way. Yeah, so, right. so obviously you, you chose and went the direction that you went. I mean, if, if you were to give advice for someone that's in a similar situation, what would you, what would you say? I think for me personally, it came down to my need for that freedom or my need to create something that can essentially fund free time with my family. The need for that outweighed my fear or outweighed the the perceived barriers. So you were gonna make it happen no matter what. They're pretty much, yeah. pretty much it, yep. Well, freedom is a big benefit. It's a, It's definitely a perk of owning your own business. You have to earn that. Um, it's it's definitely a motivator to get started, but it's kind of one of those things that I think uh, it drives someone to go into business on their own. But it can also be a, a pitfall if if <clears throat> sorry if you if you don't have the right mindset or the right tools in place. So what? Absolutely. What? How did you guys organize your business, or how did you organize the property management side? that yeah so honestly property management didn't come about really until i got together with my current with uh, my business partner ben um that was about three years later okay so i was kind of running around just trying to provide value so i would kind of partner up on flips and i'd find a way to earn a little bit of money over here by helping other developers with systems and become more efficient sure the whole world and and either owning your own business or uh, or entrepreneurism is providing value or or providing a solution sure. and so i'd like running around trying to do it yeah so then it started becoming okay kind of uh got together with ben we were doing lunches once a month for a couple of years and then did you it, do a few deals with him or how did you guys link up i hadn't so my background in the travel industry it's kind of customer service and at that point he had a rental portfolio and he was getting to the point where he wanted to start shifting it off i knew that i wanted to build a rental portfolio at that point myself and he needed a, a property manager and so i'm going okay I'll, I'll jump into this i've been for two or three years trying to f- provide value to people yep said, yeah, no problem, I'll get involved. So he had an idea of what characteristics he wanted in a property manager, um, and we just grew together. Cool. And so we've been pretty aggressive over the last three years and growing the portfolio and growing out what our property management company needs to be. And then there's been other opportunities come up with construction side and that sort of stuff as well. So. Sure. Well, that was, that, was, that was your first, so real estate was your first go at entrepreneurship and kind of running a business on your own. 
um, and really kind of learning the ropes there. So let's dive in. Obviously, we want to talk a little bit more about working with your wife um, with Parents Time Out. So give a little bit of a backstory of how Parents Time Out, what it is, um, how it came to be, and, and kind of both your roles within that that business. Yeah, right. So um, my wife was, uh, what after we had our fourth child, she became a stay-at-home mom, decided to leave teaching, become a, a full-time mom at home. And she was she was looking for something, um, something that kind of gives her a purpose too. Obviously, she's got purpose with the children, but gives her a bit of an outlet. Sure. And she was blogging um, successfully, starting to get really good following, that sort of thing. And then April 2018, a, a movie came out called Tully. And she came to me and said, look, you know what? I just really want a night out. I want to go and get the girls, get a bunch of girls together that follow the blog and let's go out to the movies. Yeah. Having been in the space of like, okay, how do we provide value? What solutions are out there? I said to her, I threw out an idea. Why don't you kind of talk to a restaurant, get a couple of glasses of wine, some appetizers. We'll put a bus together. We'll sell tickets, figure out what all that costs. We'll mark it up a little bit and see if you can make some money out of it. She goes, yeah, sure. It happened. The feedback from it was just incredible. And it, it was, okay, how do we do more of these? Sure. So she's been running it kind of on the side when the kids nap in the evenings. Um, she'll put events together. She packages it all up. We do about kind of one every six to eight weeks at the moment for the okay. last kind of 18 months. But yeah, it just it came out of, hey, here's a problem. And her problem, it was her problem. She wanted a night out. Yeah. She wanted to get together with her girlfriends and we just packaged it all up. Sure. We didn't. We didn't even know what would well, come that, I mean, if, if you look at any successful business or any approach to the market, it's finding a solution to a problem, right? You right. find a solution or you find a problem or you find a pain point and then you try to find a solution and it just so happened that it was a pain point for May <laughs> yeah. and, um, and, and you guys were able to put that together. So what is your role within the business, Parents Time Out? So... I kind of help with, well, A, encouragement, um, a bit of structure. So she's got the bulk of it, and I'm like kind of the, well, they call it the bumpers on the bowling alley. Hey, nice. how to like kind of pick her up on down days. She picks me up on my side on down days. Sure. Um, I'll kind of help her out if she needs it. Hey, yeah. drop this off here. I'm on the road most days too, so hey, drop this off here. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's kind of emailing out. She's kind of packaging everything up her job is is mainly marketing um because i see you i see you running around town you know obviously doing some leg work and and dropping off some some promotional material i mean i've i've been and witnessed we actually 1012 productions filmed an event that, right. that they had uh it's a great idea and it everybody gets so fired up about it which is awesome um so i see mark running around they've got a couple events that are coming up um you want to plug that real quick yeah, what do we have? We've actually got uh, three events coming up in November. Uh, we have a craft beer, calling it Beer 101, at a new brewery here in Desplaines. <laughs> Fibs Brewery up there on Howard Street in Desplaines. Um, and then we have, a, typically the feedback, and we'd like to follow market feedback, has been around craft beer and food. How do we get out, enjoy some nice beer? Mm -hmm. So a lot of it's based around that, and we've got a... Uh, 12 beers of Christmas event coming up with. Cool. I think um, Justine and I were going to that. There you go. Yeah. Excellent. So that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so uh, actually, Justina just told me a little bit about the membership card. Yes. 
So tell us a little bit more about that. She said that we're going to get locked in with that, which which is you spoke about value earlier. So I, I think that it provides a bunch of value. So just give just maybe a quick. Yeah, so really it's called it's Parents Time Out Perks. And the feedback, again, listening to the market was, hey, we love your events. We just can't make it all the time. Yeah. So how do we get the packaged events or even those exclusive discounts available to parents and families at all times? Yeah. And that's how kind of Parents Time Out Perks has come about. Whose idea was it? Definitely Mays. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she is in the space. Is she, is she the, she seems like she's the creative and you're the systems, like you said, that, I mean, he's, I, I am not like this guy, but, you know, it's, again, as, as we've talked about before, because we're always strategizing about business, um, talking about different ways to approach the market, but he's, he's always dialed in when it comes to systems and structure, and I am absolutely nothing like that, so. I think, like, so I love systems. I love step-by-step. The opportunity here with Parents Time Out is to provide other stay-at-home moms the opportunity to run it in their own town. Yeah. And it's come about well working with the likes of Chamber of Commerce. So it can be easily replicatable. So it's documenting step one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six to be able to hand off. It's like the McDonald's menu. I mean, that that's an important part of the business, which we're working on now. And Justina's role is, is the operations. She's very organized and... Uh, you have to have that in order to scale a business, in order to grow a business, in order to be able to track whether or not what you're doing is 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 right or if it's working or not. But um, very, very important. Uh, I don't want to dive too much into kind of the inner workings because I think Justine and May are going to be doing a podcast talking about that, that side uh, from their, their perspective on the business. But how is it working with May? It's, I mean, it's great. It's, it's got to the point now where us running our own businesses are, it's in the DNA of our relationship. Um, it's, we, we joke, we go out on a date night and we end up working. Yeah. So we're, we're the same way, but <laughs> yes, it can be good, but let's, let's, open it up a little bit let's I, I mean it's not always sunshine and rainbows mm-hmm. so what, what what any hurdles or any kind of yeah i mean early on there were challenges around both wanting to take the lead um makes sense yeah. so i and that was me stepping back and going actually this is her gig and she's better at it so she's been running with it yeah and like I'm there for kind of moral support and help with the system side and maybe the whole my experience with trying to provide value and we we just chat. Yeah. But yeah, early on it's challenging when you find your places like that. Sure. And it takes time. Uh, Justina and I, I mean, I'm not the easiest person to work with, but I know how good she is in her role and I that's one thing for us is 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 giving her the freedom to be able to do what she does best and me releasing some of the control which that's how I've always been wired to be able to not get in her way and not pressure in certain certain circumstances so we're working on that I mean that's probably one of the biggest obstacles and hurdles that that we're navigating right now but Justine I mean we work very well together it 1012 productions wouldn't be where it's at without her because she handles everything. I'm just the video guy and the creative guy that goes where she tells me to go, and she's the one that's bringing in the money. So I'm um, very, very fortunate 
love her to death, um, love her to death even more because she can put up with me from time to time. But it it is great working with 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 the wife. I agree. And, and it's 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 not all sunshine sunshine and rainbows, right? So it's it's a matter of navigating that, but also the communication is the biggest piece, and and letting letting each other know where each other stands, but also being able to receive that and not really take it personal. That, yeah, man, such great points. And it's so fun listening to you, like your perspective of that too, because it's it's kind of same boats, same yeah. challenges. Um, yeah, I mean, it's finding finding your own strengths and weaknesses and slotting them all together and then and stepping out of each other's way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> We, we were fast-tracked, so Justina and I, um, as you may, or I'm not sure how, how deep we've gotten into uh, Justina and I's relationship, but, you know, we got engaged after eight months, um, got married about a year and a half later. Immediately after getting married, we started a business, and then we found yes, out we do. were pregnant. <laughs> so it was, it's, you know, it's one of those things that it's, uh, things move fast, and you commit to somebody, there's got to be some common common ground and, and you kind of know what works and what doesn't and if that person works for you or they don't. And we just kind of, we hit the ground running. I mean, we, we love what we do and it's, uh, I don't think we'd, we'd turn back. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like I said, it's difficult early on. It's weird to look at the root of our relationship and kind of hearing you say how you fast track through it we always joke that we like big challenges and we don't really see them as big challenges it's just something we've got to get through and whether it be moving across the world whether it be losing a friend in an earthquake and how do we respond to that whether we start businesses whether we raise four kids under six like you just do it yeah and you look at the root of your relationship and go what are we built on and we use that every yeah. day. Well, I mean, having four kids, man, I, I give you a lot of credit because can you got to let me know how that works. Like four kids running the business, you running around, May's building this business with you and, and running around with four kids under six, right? <laughs> right. I, I was trying to figure out the other day whether there is such thing as work-life balance. It's, it's like this big bundle of twine and it just all operates together. And I've had to try to make myself be comfortable with some of the balls that get dropped. Yeah. And I mean, look, our house is and chaos. And balls, they're going to get dropped. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly the big thing for me is like around the house, keeping up with house maintenance or housework or chores when it's the priorities are the two businesses and the kids and our relationship. Yeah. And oh, if the laundry doesn't get done for four more days, then yeah. we'll figure that out. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's trying to get comfortable with not feeling like you're meeting social standards. Sure. Where, hey. You just got to do your own thing. That's, and that's that's one thing from being an entrepreneur. And, and as I've learned over time is you can't give a shit what other people think. You got to do your, as long as you're getting truth. stuff done, um, it's that's that's one of the biggest pieces. And just kind of turning that off in your head or, turn you know, kind of getting that tunnel vision and just focusing on what's important. Like you said, you know, the kids and the business. Um, it's, it's important. And I think I fell victim to a lot of that early on. I always was worried about, you know, 
what someone else was thinking or like if my it, what is someone going to think about my approach to this yeah. particular situation and i guess as you get older you kind of learn that you just you don't you get to a point where you don't care but those that are able to make that work for them and get have that focus and not worry about that and not worry about the distractions are are going to be that much more successful and those that do it are very successful so that's that's one thing that i've learned and and justina's you know helped a lot with that so very fortunate to to do that um we want to keep this under 30 minutes i got a couple other questions for you uh if you were to give any advice to someone right now that is watching this that is considering starting a business what is the first thing that you would tell them to do make sure you know why you're starting it um for me i've got i've got this little toy car on my dashboard in my truck uh not toy car toy rv that is my why the picture of me with this huge rv with my kids running around and me and my wife sitting there on deck chairs with a beer in our hands that's why i do this you will run through walls if you've identified that and yeah. doesn't even matter what the business is mm -hmm. that's what keeps getting me up at every day so figure that out and then you can figure out your figure out what business what value you want to provide and you got to be passionate right that's so absolutely it it's uh that's one one piece of advice i would give is is really self-awareness identify what you're good at um obviously if you have a passion you're going to put in the effort in order to seek that out further um no matter what it is but whatever you're passionate about you you have to be self-aware whether or not you're good at it and you think it is something that can actually make you money and there's a lot of things now with the use of the internet you can make a lot of money doing whatever if you find your market and you're able to identify your market and be able to structure the business but uh, as we talked about with steve it's not something that you want to jump into right away uh, don't just, I mean, if you have a huge set, like, like Steve said, you can do that, but you have to make sure you have the ducks in a row. You have to explore. You got to test the waters a little bit. Internships are huge, um, especially real estate, you know, investing, uh, for those that may be interested in that, you got to have a mentor. You got to, you have to put the work in and, and do it for free, uh, for a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, the experience out there because people aren't going to pay you. Right, they're not going to have you just jump in a deal, or Absolutely. or uh, pay you right up off the bat if you don't have that experience. So it's a matter of really seeking out the right people, talking to the right people, seeking mentorship, doing your research, and then at that point, really kind of building it uh, and and not jumping into it right away. You can do that. I've done it. I uh, wasn't very good in businesses I've had in the past. It wasn't the best idea, uh, but you learn from your mistakes, and uh, you can you need to fail. That's, I mean, there's there's two parts you can do. You can go out and get your LLC and get your business cards and spend five grand, set up a business, and then not have a customer. Yep. What I would suggest, and I, I jumped out of corporate probably too soon, probably a year, 18 months too soon. I'll, I would do that differently. Yeah. Go out and provide value to someone. Find someone that you can provide value to that does something that you're passionate about. You can do that for free. Yep. So that, I mean, that would be one key piece of advice that I'd say. Awesome. Well, we're coming up to the 30-minute mark, so want to thank you so much, Mark, Thanks, for, for coming out and, and having a beer with me and, and joining us and being a part of our second episode of the Create More Boom. podcast. Love it. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Do appreciate it. 
Uh, we are a podcast that's going to be focusing on small businesses, those that are looking to start a small business, really talking about tactics and strategies to think about and to employ within your approach and your pursuit and journey to being an entrepreneur and having a successful business. So with that being said, hope you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you on the next episode. 